Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Hi, 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 y'all doing? I'm, of course, your host, Mark Kushnez. The episode is a little late, you might say, because it is late as it was supposed to come out on Tuesday, and I, in fact, recorded an episode and uploaded it, but I wasn't able to finalize all the details, the description, all that jazz, get the audio version primed and ready to go, so just the video version was there, and I could have uploaded that or not uploaded but made that go live and gotten around to everything else later or even done that on my laptop but I didn't want to do that because I was not in a good headspace and I want everything to be as it always is I want everything to work together in tandem. I don't want to do half of this and then get around to the other part later. And it also doesn't help that uh, podcasts are an audio thing, an audio medium, first and foremost. That is the way a lot of people still like to consume podcasts. Video is nice, but audio is nicer. And you may be saying to yourself right now, what the hell are you on about? Why couldn't you do this? Why couldn't you do that? It is because I had a bit of a an accident, which led to me tumbling a bit, banging myself up a bit, and I am in a fair amount of pain, especially because... One of the things that happened was a pinching of a nerve in the old neck. And with that, I am not able to crack, pop, whatever I do with my back to alleviate the constant pain slash discomfort I am always in. I'm unable to do that because it requires me to position my head and their snack in such a way that I am unable to do that. Well, I don't know what I'm saying right now. I'm just, I feel like I said I am unable to do that a thousand freaking times. I realized too that my constant mention, uh, mentioning of how I notice a repetition of certain words or phrases or whatnot in every single episode is probably annoying. And I may not, or I may be someone who notices that kind of stuff more than most people because it's prevalent in any and every podcast out there. You listen to anything, you'll you'll hear certain things over and over and over again. But I'm kind of just at a loss right now. My my brain just stopped. I had a tumble that also included 
a minor spill on my computer. And of course, with my luck, it turned into a large catastrophic event. So, this is the one time I'll genuinely say, if you're able to support the Patreon and you don't already support the Patreon, I could really use the support right now. That is patreon.com slash pxs. But I have some games to talk about. It's going to be weird talking about these things after having already recorded an episode about these. But I've got Nightmare Reaper, Mia and the Dragon Princess, Strategic Mind, Spectre of Communism, and Demon Skin. So I've got four games to talk about. And I believe that is it. Uh, one of the benefits to all this shit happening, and hopefully everything is in as good of order as it can be right now. I did my best with everything to get the settings and all of that stuff back to where it was. I believe the video and I, I am fairly confident that for the most part, everything is the way it was prior to the event. Let us just call it that the event. But if there are things that I missed or anything like that, please do let me know. I would also like to say, in addition to genuinely asking people to support the Patreon if they if they don't already support it, y'all suck at liking the YouTube video. You may you may be an audio only listener. That's fine. Just like the damn video. Just go there and like it. Post a comment. I don't care if your comment is first. That's fine. Where you been, Conan? It's been a long time since you said first. Hmm? Hmm? Probably because you don't listen anymore. You... 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 Conan. I, I, I was gonna call you something and then I just couldn't think of anything because I don't... I like you, so... What am I going to do? <laughs> and what is there to call you? Oh, you dumb Gundam fan? Coming from stupid anime idiot? Speaking of anime, I finished Chainsaw Man. What a fucking... I don't know. Is the manga significantly better? Because that show sucks. It is horrible. Sure, there's some fun visuals and fun moments. Maybe, kind of. But for the most part, the story is so stupid and goes to the extremes just so it can say it went to the extremes. Characters do stupid things. There's just a lot of, hey, wouldn't this be cool? And that is the only reason why anything happens. It is a very prepubescent slash pubescent type of thing like uh something that I, I look at and think did you write this when you were 13 and then you decided when you were an adult to go back to it and just spruce it up a little bit but not significantly so i don't get where all the love for that 
comes from. If it, if it's just the fact that <laughs> it's a fucking dude who turns into a chainsaw man. His head's a chainsaw. His arms are chainsaw. It's like Evil Dead, but times three. That's awesome, right? Army of Darkness. Army of Chainsaws. <laughs> no, bad. It is bad. Four out of ten. That is what I gave it. See, that's that's the last the latest show I watched, and I'm not sure what to watch next. It, it's was wild going from Trigun. Is it Stampede? I always forget what the the subtitle is for the new one, but a ten out of ten to a four out of ten. My God. But given the event, as we decided to call it, I am now able to comment on the PlayStation Showcase or whatever the hell it was called that happened yesterday. And I kind of half watched it three times because I watched three different real content creator organizations do the, the watch along thing, whatever, the comment along, the whatever you call them, live reactions, one of those things. So I, through my peripheral vision, watched Min Max, Kind of Funny, and Giant Bomb watch it. And of all of those watch alongs, the one part that stands out, I think it must have been Tim Geddes over at Kind of Funny who yelped so ridiculously with a high pitch or maybe it was Andy but it seems like it would be a Tim thing when they reveal the remake for Metal Gear Solid 3 that got that reaction and that is, that is one of the things that appeals to me though I don't know if we got any details as to who's making it or anything of that nature. They also showed that the original versions of 1, 2, and 3 are returning to PlayStation because I believe they were removed from the PlayStation Plus library and removed entirely and now they're returning, which is nice. I would love it if that also meant Metal Gear Solid 1 because you can you can get two and three via the collection, the HD collection on Xbox, and it's backward compatible. But the original game, Metal Gear Solid 1, has never been available on Xbox, to my knowledge. If this also meant that was coming to Xbox, that would be great, but I highly doubt that is the case. I am assuming that this is just, these games are returning to PlayStation Network. You're welcome. But based on my half-watching of the showcase, but again, half-watching it three times, I was pretty underwhelmed. The VR was pretty pathetic. Mostly just ports, maybe only ports. I did not notice any new game. The VR version of Resident Evil 4 was... Based on the visuals, it looked like it was for the, the original RE4 that was originally an exclusive for Oculus Quest, I think. 
But maybe it is a, a, a VR mode for the new one. I, again, did not focus on it because I don't care about VR. But there's an Arizona Sunshine port, I believe. Maybe there's a new one as well. And Beat Saber with a Queen Pack, which maybe that's the new part. But that's just a port. You have... I don't remember what else, if there was anything else VR related. I think there's something that was already known. Okay. But no Half-Life Alex. And for... How is Astrobot... One, no new Astrobot of any kind, VR or not, or both. And nothing about a port of rescue mission which I, I believe is the the subtitle for the vr version nothing about a port of that to psvr 2 still one of the biggest and best exclusives for playstation vr is still locked to playstation vr 1 what the fuck is going on i apparently psvr 2 has sold comparable to VR1, if not a bit better at this point. But the support from Sony is not there. I in no way feel confident that they are confident in it. That they are going to back it in a significant way. There was no God of War thing. or there, There's no big first party game there that shows me Sony is serious about VR. And as much as the sales might be currently comparable to PSVR 1, the the sales increased for the first headset significantly as the bundles and the headset itself went on sale a lot. And I don't know if they're ready to do that. And it's it's a pricey device. That you look at and have to try and find justifications for purchasing it, given the fact that there's nothing to play for. And the, what do you? I guess it seems like if you are a big racing fan, then having it to experience Gran Turismo and VR and virtual reality is good enough for most. So those people have fun but I mean, I'm, I'm not the biggest VR person anyway but whatever getting out of the VR space from what I remember the games that stood out were not Spider-Man 2 that did absolutely nothing for me and in some ways actively made me less interested in that game there was Phantom Blade, which looks very cool. That, that was the samurai game with very fluid, well-choreographed combat that did not look like actual gameplay. If that's how the gameplay is, all right. Oh, I want to see it for myself. I look at something like that, too, and I, I think... So, can given the fact that they are the developers and everything, can the developers very easily 
take a piece of gameplay that has UI elements and then remove them post so that you get this nice clean video that is representative of gameplay, but doesn't have all that clutter so that it, it makes for a more appealing trailer. I don't know. But what we saw looked great. I'm just not I'm not super confident it will play anything like that. Outside of that, there was Cat Quest 3 essentially, but it was subtitled something of the Caribbean. I don't know if it's Pirates of the Caribbean, but that is coming to Xbox as well, which is nice. Would love it if they released the first game on Xbox. Though it looks just like the first and second game, so it would... I enjoy those games, but the second one started to wear on me when it was just more of the same, and this is looking like more of the same, and the same environment, same... They gotta switch it up a bit. They gotta do something. Because all they did with the second game was introduce co-op, I believe that. I don't I don't think that was in the first game, so they added the dog. Maybe they'll add a third animal, and you could do three-player co-op. <laughs> well, great. Given the, the, the subtitle is Pirates of the Caribbean, there should be some kind of piratey element. Let me, let me sail a ship. But then, what else was there? That stupid Wi-Fi tablet remote play thing is real, and it's just a dual sense cut in half and stretched out eight inches or whatever it was. Uh, do not know who that is for. Can't wait to see what that is priced. They also announced earbuds, which I'm actually kind of curious about. I don't know. It it just it was pretty whatever. Outside of Alan Wake 2, which looked fucking amazing, and I cannot wait to play that. It made me immediately want to go back and play Alan Wake right now and i think that is going to be then whenever i have the time to replay a game and not just play new games i'm playing that because i or maybe i should wait until closer to the time alan way 2 comes out and i could just go right into that after replaying the original but man that looks amazing and is just a great shining example of how good remedy is of course the game may play like crap but I'm pretty confident in it I love the fact that Sam Lake is in it in a very David Lynch and Twin Peaks type of role it would appear we got the voice of Max Payne who is he playing is he the voice of Sam Lake's character or Sam Lake voicing himself in this game or is was that Max Payne <laughs> an old Max Payne is now just a regular old detective or FBI agent type? Or is Max Payne in it? Or is that his character from Control, who was the former head of the old house or whatever that building was called and everything? Or a completely new character? I can't remember exactly what he's saying, so I don't, I don't know if there were any details there that would give away who he was. But I'm excited to get more Alan Wake 
to get an expansion of that universe as well as an expansion of the Remedy universe since everything is tied together at this point thanks to Control. My favorite studio, makers of some of my favorite games of all time, cannot wait. Cannot wait. That was definitely the highlight for me. And that's 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 pretty much it. I don't I don't remember what the hell else. So let's just get on to what I've been played and call this a podcast. It's only been twenty minutes. I feel like I've been talking for an hour, which is why I wanted to get on to what I've been playing already. Because what have I been watching? Just supernatural. Yeah. So, Nightmare Reaper. Nightmare Reaper is a retro shooter in the classic vein of original Doom and games like that. What people call these days boomer shooters. And it has a very charming aesthetic that isn't as high fidelity as a lot of retro shooters these days or retro-ish shooters like Turbo Overkill or Prodi-ish and stuff like that. It, It more so looks like a, a game someone made with MS Paint, but really, really good. Like they, they took MS Paint and they made a really good looking game. The character models, the enemy models are all very paper thin. So when they turn, they sort of disappear for a smidgen, which is a nice effect. And it, it, it looks good overall for what it's trying to do. I do not like the kicking animation. It looks a little weird. It looks like you, you're positioning yourself in a weird way. But it plays well. Runs well. The environmental art stands out in some cases. But the problem with the game is that... One, the enemy design overall and variety is lacking... The enemies aren't super fun to fight against or challenging. And the game, it it has this roguelike element to it. The the conceit of it is that you are in a hospital, potentially a psychiatric ward or a mental hospital. And you go into each level by laying down in your medical bed. Presumably entering your nightmare where you then go about raping all the enemies until you reach the end. Wake up and do it all again. Slowly learning more about the real world. Getting to explore more of that space as it opens up more and more. Gradually over time. And and you get uh, a new note with a little bit of flavor. A little bit of story after each level completion. And one of the things I like about this element is that when you complete a level, you will have gain because there's also a sort of Borderlands-ish vast array of weapons that you get that have uh, little modifiers. So you'll, you'll come across multiple shotguns, but one might do explosive damage or fire damage or have a better critical rate, etc. So they'll, they'll all have their special bonuses and at the end of a level you are able to carry over one weapon 
to the next level. And then the rest you automatically sell for coins, which you can then use to improve yourself on the skill tree, which I'll get to, which is one of the biggest issues with the game I have. And I, I like that element. I, I like the the weapon system. I, I think for the type of game it is and all that, getting a lot of different weapons with different perks works well. And, and being able to carry over one between levels is nice. The problem with the game, though, is that it tries to do too much. Less is more, and Nightmare Reaper would have benefited from taking that to heart. Why I say this is because the skill system is one of the most complicated and tedious and extra skill systems I've ever seen in a game. I can see what they're going for conceptually. It's kind of interesting, but in practice, it's just unbelievably annoying and actively made me not want to play the game proper because I knew that in order to improve my character and all of that, I had to go through this super convoluted skill system. The way the skill system works is that while going through these levels and progressing through the game, you'll come across cartridges that have on them retro-inspired games. The first one you get, and maybe there's a randomization to this as well in terms of the order in which you get these cartridges, but the first one I got, at the very least, was clearly inspired by Super Mario Brothers 3 specifically. And so the way that skill tree works is that you have this overworld map full of levels. And when you navigate to one of the levels... It'll uh, have have uh, some kind of skill associated with it, whether it be an improvement to your starting health, the amount of gold you get from coin pickups, starting ammo, max ammo, max health, etc. Maybe some bo uh, boost to fire damage, critical rate, so on and so forth. When you want to get one of these skills, it'll cost you a certain amount of coins uh, which again I said you, you get coins from completed levels from killing enemies finding them in secret areas and selling your weapons automatically when you complete a level the ones that you don't keep so you, you, you in this first cartridge you get to a level it costs a certain amount of gold coins to get that skill and then before you get that skill, you are thrown into a very, very lo-fi, ugly, pixel, super basic platformer where you have to get from the beginning to the end a little doorway that is usually comprised of four to six screens, I'd say, on average. 
collecting some coins along the way, which are never that... You, you never get that much. I think the most I ever got was 800 coins per level, which is a drop in the bucket as you're playing more and more, and, and skills start costing 10 to 20,000 plus to, to obtain. But you have to do this every single time to unlock a skill. You can't just skip it and say, I, I don't want to... I don't want to do this stupid platforming thing. I don't care about the the very small coin bonus I'll miss out on. Just give me my skill. I paid you for it. I paid you coins. Don't make me pay you coins and then have to play this really shitty platformer. But you have to. Unless if there's a way to skip it, I can find it. And it sucks. It just makes what should be a simple system, overly complicated for the sake of being unique. And being unique is not always a good thing. And in this case, it's not. It gets even worse, though, because the second cartridge I got is basically a Pokemon game. Same ugly art, except now, to unlock skills, I have to go around in this stupid game collecting monsters which are you know just pokemon i have to then battle them in more random encounters to level them up find little things in the environment that allow me to level them up by paying a certain amount of coins in that particular cartridge then battling these npcs that are scattered on the level which allow you to improve skills there but you have to beat them in battles and you're you can't you can't do it right away cuz your your monsters will be too weak to defeat any of these so you you've created this this insane skill system that it would be different if these mini games were actually good and fun but they're fucking shit you've you've made with nightmare reaper a a boomer shooter a retro shooter that's pretty fun it's solid uh, it's by no means the best out there it, it, it while having a charming aesthetic that's that's more simplistic there are other games of this nature that i like looking at more that utilize modern lighting systems and, and just look better but it, it doesn't look bad. And it plays well. There are a lot of settings in it too. Uh, you can't change the control scheme though, which is a little bit annoying because I don't like having the jump map to the, the B button. I'd rather have that be the action button and A be the jump button. Can't do that. A little bit annoying. You can't access the control scheme to see what the controls are either. Don't like that. But you can adjust the gore settings. There are about a dozen different gore settings. I would recommend avoiding anything of the ludicrous nature because when you have a lot of gore on screen it can clutter up the space very quickly as well as depending on the proximity of enemies when you kill them gore can be all up on the screen covering the whole thing making it hard to see what's going on but this this skill system i i fear what's going to come next because the platforming stuff was Annoying, but easy enough to get through. 
this Pokemon shit, it's fucking... That That is when I, after playing through three of the areas, I think I'm in the fourth area now, and, and the areas are, I think up to this point so far, all comprised of three levels. No boss fights at this point, which is, eh, maybe a little disappointing, but... That Pokemon skill system, it's insane. <laughs> when I realized I was going to have to battle, and I went my first battle and got destroyed, I'm like, really? I got to grind in this stupid fucking dog shit Pokemon clone in order to get skills that I still have to pay for? Don't make me pay for them then. If, I'm, if I have to pay with my time, let that be the only currency I'm spending, but not coins as well. So Nightmare Reaper is a solid retro shooter that gets in its own way with some of the systems it's put in place by doing too much. It should have it should have tried to it should have just been as simple as its visuals with a nice bit of charm and, and and been happy with that. But it wasn't. It had to go crazy. It had to go crazy with this skill system. So, yeah. Also with the combat in the, the regular shooter, it, it does the thing where when enemies start attacking you or when they notice you, when you start uh, or initiate an encounter, the music changes and it gets more intensive indicating you're in combat. However, when you've killed all the enemies and you've cleared an area, the music doesn't drop right away. It lingers a little too long so that there there is a, a good 10 to 15 seconds where you're still, you're not sure if you've killed everyone because it it trails on for a little bit too long and then slowly fades out. I wish that was a bit more immediate so that you knew right away, okay, I've... Because uh, uh, in similar games, I think they usually have a very distinct audio cue that tells you right away, okay, you just killed the last enemy, you're good. And I wish... I, wa I wanted to know more immediate that I've killed everyone and I can just move on and I don't have to try and find some enemy that's hiding somewhere or have to be on the on guard. Yeah, Nightmare Reaper. Solid game that just gets in its own damn way way too much, unfortunately. More unfortunate, though, is that the rest of these games all suck. <laughs> Mia and the Dragon Princess is... One of the latest games from Wales Interactive, I believe. The the most prominent, I think, studio at this point of FMV games. I just want to make sure that it's yeah, Wales Interactive, which is the publisher. I don't I don't know if they're also the developer of all these games, but I like these games to varying extents. Except now, I think me and the, the Dragon Princess, because I'm trying to think of the other ones I've played. 
none of them to my to my recollection are none of, or at least none of them I would ever say I disliked I like them to varying extent some I was just like oh it was okay and some I genuinely enjoyed and had a pretty good time with me and the dragon princess I actively disliked and I, I think it's because it's a little bit too ambitious for what they're able to pull off clearly they do not have the because it, it, it's it's more of a fantastical adventure where you have this girl who can't she can only speak, I believe, Indonesian. And she gets thrust into this, the life of Mia, a, a barmaid at a, a pub, a pirate-themed pub. And you have some action sequences, some fight choreography, which in some cases doesn't look too bad. But you're you're trying to unravel the mystery of what is happening, and I, I'm not even sure if the Dragon Princess is ripped out of time. I can't remember. I fell asleep by the before it ended because I was so bored by it, and how bad some of it. There, there's really bad attempts at broad humor, and the story, the direction it goes in. The way certain scenes play out are so fucking stupid and they just... For some people, they might look at it and think, this is so stupid, I love it. For me, I thought, this is so stupid, I hate it. Some really, really bad acting, which I know for a lot of people, they look at games like this and like that. that's part of the fun. I want I want, you know, I want that B-movie feel. This is B-movie as in bad. Not B-movie as in fun. But fun. But I... I, I was taken back. And there are minimal choices as well. You're, you're guiding Mia along in, in certain ways of making her either more kinder or assertive. And I just... I, I really could not get into any part of it. I didn't like any of the characters. It was pretty disappointing. It's somewhat reminiscent of Unleashed with Jet Li in, in terms of having this kind of fish out of water, this person who doesn't really know what's going on, can't communicate verbally and can only sort of is, is more so able to communicate gesturally and physically. Except Unleashed is way better. Just, just, watch, just go watch Unleashed. It's so good. Jet Li's best movie, maybe my favorite martial arts movie of all time because it's actually a good movie and not just a movie that has not just a martial arts movie that you're watching for the martial arts. I, I love the story of Unleashed as well and I think the acting is done really great uh, the acting is very good in it you also have a great cast in Jet Li of course and then Morgan Freeman Bob Hoskins come on Bob Hoskins fucking Mario baby the real Mario my Mario yeah me and the princess or dragon princess disappointing 
disappointing. And the other games I played. Strategic Mind Inspector of Communism. I think this might have come out on PC uh, a bit ago and has recently been ported to consoles. Played on Xbox. Did not last long because the tutorial or lack thereof just kind of throws you in there. The UI, the overall look of the game, it's very unappealing and it, it just does not do a good job of inviting new players into its world to figure out how everything works. It has absolutely horrendous voice acting that actively made me not want to engage with the story and what it was telling me. Uh, the description says that this, this game was made by people who, who have a lot of care and love for history and it, it's a game utilizing both historical battles as well as alternate history battles but the voice acting is it's it's so bad that I'm still unsure of whether or not it was voiced by a human or if it's an AI driven bit of voice work but it just it it's it's really rough uh, trying to deal with everything and and navigate the the game uh, and having to figure out it essentially all on your own and then demon skin is this action platformer that doesn't look great has some really bad animation not great gameplay uh, with a, a parry system being a heavy part of it where enemies will attack you high mid or low and then you just push the analog stick to aim in one of those spaces to automatically block uh, but it, it doesn't feel good doesn't look good also has some really bad voice acting, but on a completely different level. The voice acting in Demon Skin, which I believe there was just the one voice actor uh, who was your your character narrating and, and, and talking to themselves, essentially. Uh, they were a super powerful demon who lost her power via this shard, or, or not shard, but this crystal. That was broken up into shards, so you're presumably trying to collect all the shards because you start off very emaciated and slow and can't attack very well at all. You find one part of the crystal and you get nice and buff. But the voice acting sounds like the actor was given some dramadine or whatever NyQuil whatever makes you sleepy and they are just trying to power through the script while super groggy and fighting away the 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 weight of their eyelids that are trying to droop down and put them to sleep 
It's like, when I was a demon, I tried to go, and I just, well, I want to sleep, and it's just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a way of voicing, it, you know, it, it's a, they got a direction, and they went in a direction, is a good direction, I'd say no. But it doesn't matter because the game is not great. I wish I could say in more detail why it's not great. But it's been a while and... You know... I'm, I'm all over the place. But I, I played it for an hour or so and... Just did not have any fun with it. And again, it doesn't look good doesn't play particularly well doesn't have anything going for it that makes it stand out in any way that makes up for the ways in which it lacks elsewhere the platforming is very minimal there there are some sections that are annoying to navigate um yeah just a pretty subpar game all around that's uh, it in terms of what I've been playing. So that'll do it for this year episode. Hopefully everything is somewhat in order and the the audio and the levels and all that jazz, the video, etc. Hopefully everything is good enough. I mean, ideally, it's exactly as it was and if I didn't say anything, you'd be like, I didn't realize anything happened. Fingers crossed. But uh, that will do it for this episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Once again, I am Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site, the YouTubes, the Patreon, all that jazz and more can be found over at PXSausage.com. But let me just say one last time. If you are able and you aren't already supporting the Patreon, it would be greatly appreciated now more than ever if you could chip in a little bit, even if just temporarily. That is patreon.com slash PXS. Even if it's the bare minimum of a buck a month, which is nothing, right? Who, who can't chip in that little bit? And it may seem like nothing for me. But even something that small, while won't help as much, you know, it, it adds up. But just the gesture is a nice little emotional boon for me. And I could use that, I can use those as well. I can use those as much as I can use. The, the other guys support so again patreon.com slash pxs it's the, the last time I'll, I'll, I'll ask in such a direct way but that is that is it so this is also I, I don't know if I've mentioned this I think because of how everything played out I think this is me transitioning and, and being and, and forcing myself to do what I was talking about which is 
moving this show to weekly again and releasing it on, I was going to say Wednesday or Thursday. It's Thursday now, so I'm thinking this is going to be a, a weekly show again and come out on Thursdays. Is that how it's going to play out? I don't know. But, uh, probably. Anywho, that is it for real. So, as always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this year episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, or I hope you have both a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day and a lovely weekend. So, for now, adios, uh, Rivederci. Bye.